Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Miller, back for another episode with another professional lacrosse player, someone that I met and got to know on social media first, and a fellow entrepreneur in the lacrosse world. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar that I hold through the KO17 Lacrosse app and are constructed into this Dream On podcast that you have found here. I hope you are getting some insight from these episodes from some of the people that I have met throughout my lacrosse journey that have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. If you're loving our episodes so far, show us some love in the reviews and rate us five stars. Also, be sure to S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E. It would mean the world to us. All right, we've got another special guest this week, and I'm pumped to get right into it. This episode's guest is none other than Angie Benson. Angie is someone whose brain I just had to pick. That's the kind of energy she gives off to those around her. We get a little deep in this conversation. We discover some new wisdoms from the way that Angie likes to think and attack her daily. And we talk about all things lacrosse and life. Angie has been on many different journeys with her unique journey to stardom in the professional lacrosse realm. She's also been involved in the fitness world for quite some time. And now she owns and runs multiple club programs and brands. She talks through how she's learned so much about herself along the way. But most importantly, I learned that she is hungry for so much more. The competition never stops in her mindset, and it's something that she's always chasing in all of her endeavors. I'm excited for you all to take a listen to this episode, as I had a really incredible time learning more about Angie and the way she attacks life every day. Enjoy. All right, welcome everybody back to another uh, Dream On episode. I am super pumped to have Angie Benson on today, another um, Athletes Unlimited pro player along with myself, someone that I got to know um, this past professional season. I'm super grateful for it. She's a Virginia Tech alum. She's in the Team USA player pool. She's the founder of a couple different brands and companies, which is something I'm excited to dive into as well you know, girl boss things, um, but founder of AMB Athletics and founder of Dear Lacrosse. But um, Angie, thank you for being here. Super excited to dive in and uh, yeah, pumped to have you. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. It's of awesome. Course. Um, okay. So here on Dream On, we always start with the same thing. I like to call it off to a good start just to kind of dive into uh, how you're feeling today um, in this very general instance. Like when we listen to podcasts, we don't really think about what the, or when I listen to them, right? I don't think about like the actual setting of when it is that they record it. Uh, you can listen right. to it years in advance, right? Or months in advance and you have no idea what's well, going on. This so. happened today. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So like what's going on today? So, so what is something that you are thankful for today, Angie? Um, honestly, just the place I'm in in life right now. I would say like, I'm happy. Um, I'm stressed as no other like boss girl moves. You know how it is, but I would say I'm genuinely happy where I am in life. And I was just thinking about this this morning and that's kind of how I'm feeling, even though I, like, I feel like everything's crashing upside down or maybe it's not and it's just the way I'm thinking, but I'm, I'm happy with the way things are turning out, where I'm at in all my relationships with my family and friends and just important people in my life. I'm happy with where my businesses are going. I'm happy... Uh, even in just my professional career, like I'm just, I'm good. I'm, I'm good where I'm at. I'm happy. I'm done with school. So I'm good. I love that. Um, because that's a, such an important thing. Even when the world feels like it's crashing down, it's usually for a good, for a good reason. We just forget right. to think that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, it's because of this. Okay. <laughs> usually because things are going the right. Because this is going but... good. Okay. <laughs> 
That's so funny. Um, all right. Something that you're proud to say that you've accomplished today. Right now it's two o'clock on a Wednesday in October. What have you accomplished so far today that you're proud of? And today, um, right now I just took over like a club team. I merged a couple teams together. So today we're make, making practice plans and I'm just happy to see the progression that the team has made from day one or even just tryouts really. Um, and what type of practices I can now implement because we just did all this work for about a month and a half. Like, where can we go now? And we're getting ready for our first tournament. So our first like local debut. So um, I know we have a lot of eyes. There's people that want us to succeed and then there's people that want us to fail. So I, I just want them to be prepared and I feel like, like they're becoming prepared. So I'm happy where they're at. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. That's not easy. Um, and I love that you said that too, right? There's doubters and there's supporters and it's always the supporters that you want to make sure that you focus on making proud. That's awesome. All right. Last but not least, something that you're pumped to go out and chase could be the rest of today, could be this week, could be in the next coming years. What's something that you're pumped to chase? Uh, competition. And I think I feel like that's like a different answer than what I love it. But this competition, the game is never ends. Here. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I was like, it's coming out. You want me to be deep over here? Um, I think like the game's never over, ever. No matter how many times I try to get out of it, I've tried a couple. Um, no matter no matter how many times I do something else in another hobby, I'm always looking to compete. Um, so I don't think I'll ever really find the end to that. I don't think the game truly ends. So I'm just excited to just keep bettering myself in some way in whatever aspect and, and just keep competing to be better. That's awesome. And yes, I did. Yes, I was looking for you to get deep um, because I know that's, that's what you do best, right? Oh God, God. <laughs> Taking a quick little time out from our episode here to say a massive thank you for listening. Dream On started off as a way to have conversations with some of the people that I've been lucky to come in contact with and really dig deep into what makes them tick and how they've become so elite in their spaces. If you're enjoying these conversations as much as I have been, please consider rating us with a solid five stars and leave us a review. I love hearing all of your incredible thoughts on how we can continue to dream on together with these episodes. Oh. And subscribe if you're feeling cool. All right, let's get back to our guest. It's <laughs> oh, fine. No. no, it's it's true. It's what makes you you. It's what, and you said it this morning when when you reached out and you're like, hey, I got your email and whatever. You're like, you're a great stalker. And I was like, I, I've just <laughs> followed you um, for a long time. Now we're <laughs> and now it's cool because we've had multiple conversations you know, in person, over text and stuff like that, that like, we're not strangers. We're not strangers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes me understand like, Hey, when I see this tweet from Andy, like, I'm like, okay, I get it. You know yeah, what I mean? You know what's up, yeah. but that's what I, I like. Like I, I really do keep my immediate circle super small and like who I let in is, is small. Like, and I feel like the kids get intimidated by it sometimes. Cause it's like, I can know you for five weeks and still give you kind of that like wall, but I do keep my circle small. So I, try to portray my social media as if the people in my circle know what I'm talking about. It's not for everyone else. It's for, it's for my people. And, and that's, I, I'm happy that you said that. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, now, you know, like you want to, <laughs> I was like, you, you understand, you get it. All right, cool. I'm not the only one in there.
this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I feel cool that I'm part of the circle. Part of the um, squad. <laughs> part of the squad. Let's go. Um, okay, so let's talk about, I mean, the overarching thing that brings us all together um, in this world. And like you said, it's kind of like a part of our circle that, what's that, what's that thing called that you learn about in school? Venn diagram, you know, two circles that mesh together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? That one, yeah. Yeah, we're making the symbols yeah. <laughs> on Zoom right now. Um, yeah, like the thing that meshes us all together is the sport of lacrosse, right? And I know you were talking about how you kind of tried to escape it multiple times, right? And you've come back to it so many times. Um, let's go back to the beginning, right? Like where did you find lacrosse? How did it find you? Um, where you grew up, was it something in your family, all that good stuff? Yeah, um, I mean, grew up in Palm City, Florida. It's not really on the map, so it's like really new when I started. Um, the rec program I was at was fairly new. It was only about two years old. The coaches I've had never played lacrosse, so they were learning as, as we were learning. Uh, Florida's predominantly, I would say, soccer, football, baseball, and you can play those sports all year round, and it's, it's cool. We love it, but we want to get lacrosse there. Um, I was a soccer player and then I moved to Stewart, Florida or Palm City, Florida, and I didn't want to play soccer anymore. I was burned out. I, I didn't want to do it. Um, it just wasn't fun. So the, I had coaches knocking on my door asking me to play for their club team for soccer. Like literally like this random guy just like knocked on my door. My mom answered. It was like, who are you? And he was like, I heard you're a soccer goalie. Like <laughs> when you go over a team, um, your neighbors, them, we're friends. Like, so I just figured I'd knock on your door to see if you come play like soccer for us. I'm just like, no. Literally knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah, literally knocking on the door. And okay. I say that people think I'm like using a metaphor. I'm like, no, like, this guy <laughs> literally knocked on my door. And I said, no. And he's like, okay, well, if you don't want to play soccer, like we're starting lacrosse, like come out for that. And I'm like, what's lacrosse? he's like oh cool okay come out so I went out like long story short he ended up being like my high school coach my senior year full circle like I still go back to his like work office when I go home and visit and we talk out like just life and futures and stuff so like full circle but yeah this guy that just like knocked on my door got me into lacrosse um middle school I realized I wanted to play in college I know I realized I was like okay I have the potential to like be good like I thought I wasn't bad you hear my dog drink. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I realized I wasn't bad. So I was like, could I do something with this? Um, I was an athlete. And then, yeah, I went to Towson, went there for two years. Uh, wasn't having fun. Just wasn't a good spot in my life. Just my dad was sick. Um, I was away from home. I was cold. I'm a Florida girl going in the cold. Didn't work out. Um, I don't know, it was just a lot of just different atmospheres. And like, I, I felt like I just wasn't having fun anymore. And the NIL stuff. And I was just like, yeah, no, out. Um, so I got out, started my own business. Um, obviously a lot more within that story, but long story short, started my own business and then got a phone call out of the blue by Virginia Tech. And we were just kind of like, I don't know, I was just like talking about it with people one day. I'm like, oh, what if I came back out? Like, that would be funny. And then literally like words into existence. I got a phone, like out of the blue phone call for Tech. And Tech was like, please come play for my team. And I was like, haha, no. <laughs> and then he was like, look, like you'll graduate. Like we'll hook it up for you. We'll set you all up. And like, you don't have to pay to play. Like just come and we'll, it'll just go from there. Like it'll be fine. And then I said like, well, I'm not coming out of retirement unless I go all the way. Like I'm not going to come out of retirement, play college across, be on a full college schedule. Cause I was going to school part-time down in Miami and 
playlist. Like, I was like, what the heck? You just, I, I like, lived a mile off the beach. I was kayaking every day. Like, I was making money. I was traveling the world. Like, what, why would I go to school again? <laughs> yeah, like, that makes absolutely no sense. And I was like, so if I'm going to do it, like, here's the criteria. Like, this is like, I don't know. I'll put in the work. I'll work my ass off. Like, I'll hustle, I'll grind, I'll talk to whoever you need me to talk to. Like, I'll do whatever you ask me to do. Mm -hmm. But like, you have to promise, because we all know the world of lacrosse, it is a political game. And it's like, who vouches for you? And it's, it's so true. So I was like, I need you to be in my corner. Like, you can't just bring me on and like toss, like, I, I, I'll give you the results, I'll give you the product, but I need you to also back me up if I do produce these results that you think I'm gonna do coming out of retirement <laughs> and whatnot. So he was just like, yeah, we're on board. Um, I came in the first eight weeks, I had two weeks to prepare. I didn't do fall ball. Um, I just like literally just picked up the stick, suited wow. back up, got pelted by balls and like cried a couple of times. I couldn't feel my body. And I was like, wow, I don't miss this at all. <laughs> and, and then I, I learned the, to embrace the suck a little bit people hear me say that a lot and like overcome it understand that like it was a, an investment if I'm looking at it from a business standpoint like I'm investing my time I invested my business I had to give up ownership I invested this like everything I built I just invested to mm -hmm. throw away for a little bit to hopefully get back in a in a greater sense so uh eight weeks played COVID happened and like honestly tech was like on kind of a a little skyrocket for a little bit everyone, yeah it, it was it was cool like it was like okay we're doing it like hell yeah like you know it was great um and then COVID happened and then like everything just got swept underneath me like I just gave up everything and now my season's over like we were doing well am I gonna get to the draft like what's gonna happen like where's the future of my life going I just loved everything <laughs> like what's going on <laughs> uh, so obviously I NCAA like rules I could have got a sixth year if I applied for it and like did all this stuff tech had like really cool compliance but like if I just did all these things I was supposed to do I could have maybe got another year and then COVID happened so they're like yeah everyone's getting another year so no brainer I was like okay cool guess I like again investment investment large investment long-term effect let's let's do this let's do it always again. a businesswoman always a yeah business I was like investment investment it's fine it's fine like it just wasn't a scene I've been in a, I, I went to college I'm good like I just it just wasn't a scene I was trying to be in um and I was just in a different part in life so I got back to college and uh, took the next year and like we probably didn't perform the way we thought we were going to right. and then obviously the COVID regulations was really hard for every team competing games were canceled kids can play or not play people had full teams not full teams could travel not travel so like everyone's working against the odds in in this particular season and for my personal benefit yes the team but for my personal benefit like this was like a make or break type type deal for me this is like where my thought was I was like all right like <laughs> I need a team like you know <laughs> and like in order for me to do well or everyone has to do their part like I'm all about everyone taking their piece of the pie and like 
it was so hard for every team to do that because of the, the protocols that we had in, in set and it varied from every school. So came out of this season, um, not where I expected or wanted or like hoped to be. And, and it's okay. Like some people go up once you go, it's, it's fine. Um, and then we had tryouts and then I got drafted and, and like, I thought in the pro league, like I had a really rough start adjusting. Um, and then I progressively got better throughout the league so like I'm happy where I ended if I'm just like stop playing lacrosse right now if um but I didn't have an off season either so it was just kind of like go 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 for about a year and a half and like I just happy I ended on somewhat of a higher note than than where I thought I was gonna end. that's awesome um I think that like when some people probably like this happens for me now too right like I get like new followers now and they see like the part of your story now that they're mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? And that's what yeah. they think you know you as. I can, like, I can guarantee you whoever's listening to this podcast probably had no idea about all that different background, right? Like you probably had no idea you went to Towson. No idea that you stopped playing lacrosse for a little while, right? Um, and I think that's so unique. I think that's so, again, cool to your story because it, right. it has a lot to do with how you refound, you know, wanting to be out there again. And something you said in there that, again, I know that you say a lot is embrace the suck. And what I heard from a lot of that story was like, there was a lot of sucky moments. There was yeah. a lot of things like moments and things that were like taken from beneath you. You had nothing else to do, but kind of like grind through and look for the positives and look for, you know, again, like the long-term investment um, of what you wanted to do. And when you think about that long-term investment, like was that for you being able to play professionally, being able to play at the highest level, or you weren't even sure yet in the moment, but you think now that you've done it, maybe that was what it was. Yeah, I mean, I think losing brings out a lot in people, right? It, everything's super cool when we're winning. Everyone's kumbaya and like happy, happy, happy. But when we're losing, everyone handles dealing with losing differently. And I think losing's different than playing bad. I feel like I handle playing bad differently than handle losing differently. Because if I play bad and we lose, that's like a double whammy to me, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, now I feel like I didn't do my part. And that's where I felt for a really long time. I felt like I was not doing my part, that I wasn't providing what I said I was going to provide in that little time. I felt little, like I wasn't, like I had the worst statistics in my entire career, my last year of college, it was miserable. And like, that's on me. Like I'm taking that on me. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how do I get out of that? And that was like thinking, yes, long-term investment, like every up there's downs. I, I knew at some point, like there's going to be a roadblock. And right now my roadblock was me. It was like my mental state of being on the up. So right. now it was like, maybe it's like, maybe it's a reality check. Maybe it's a slap in the face. Maybe it's the universe. I don't know. Telling me something like chill out. Like you need to stop doing what you're doing. Maybe take a different pivot. So that's, I started reading a lot more um, a lot more mindfulness, uh, just how to be an athlete in the present and stuff. And like, I was all into that, but I slipped it. Like it, it went away. I lost it. And that's who I was not playing. So right. I was like, how do I get my not playing self into my playing self and be happy? Like, you know, like, like how do I do that? And I think AU did a really good job at that. Cause like a lot of your surroundings was controlled by you in a way. But yeah, like at the end of the day, I was like investment, long-term, play at the top of my game, 
somewhat succeeded. I'm still in the pool, not on the team. Like, it's like, how do I move up in the draft at AU? So it's like, no, like, yes, I succeeded the overall goal, but not really. I didn't, not to like the standard that I wanted to, to set myself in. So I still feel like I'm in the investment. Um, right. I don't think the investment's not over. And that's why I'm saying like, I'm always chasing competition. Like, I just don't think bettering yourself or like you're, you're ever done bettering yourself. Love that. Cause I, I do think like the best investments don't ever necessarily have an end point. Right. There's right. no, like when you sit there, I mean, when you think about finances, you don't sit there and be like, okay, by this date, I'm done with this investment. Yeah. Like, I'm sick. Yeah. You know, like it's not an end. I mean, X it's amount of money. Of, I'm good. Like, yeah. Like right there, wherever it is, I'm done. Like, yeah, no, there's always, you're always three moves ahead. Like what's the next move next? What's the next move? There's pros and cons, obviously to all that type of thinking, but right. like, I'm, I'm mid twenties. Like that's where I'm at right now. I got to grind. Like I'm trying to put a roof my head through the, over my plate. Like this is what my thought process is right now. It might change in two years, right. but that's what it is right now. If it doesn't change in a couple of years, then I think we're doing something wrong. Right. That's what we <laughs> right? have taught me. All right. If, if our goals are staying the same year, right? year, then we might be doing something wrong, but, um, change for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So Talk, walk us through like your entire kind of like journey through collegiate lacrosse into AU and we'll get like kind of specifically into like a little bit more about your goals with AU and whatnot. Um, but when you think back to like being a kid and back when you played soccer and all that good stuff, right. And you said you were a little bit burnt out and then you found lacrosse, like lacrosse kind of found you, um, which is such a cool story, by the way. I didn't know that one. I learned something new on this, my own podcast every time I do it, but that's the point um, of it. <laughs> yeah, you said I was a good stalker, but I wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what do you think? Like, I know you're a coach now, you're a director of a, of a, um, program as well. Like, what do you think talking to younger kids and even parents and even things that you put out on social media about like other sports, playing lacrosse, playing other sports, doing other hobbies, making sure that these kids are invested in things outside of lacrosse, as well as, you know, taking time to perfect their craft in lacrosse. Like what are some of your, I guess, pieces of advice when it comes to that, to your young kids? So that was the biggest thing when I started this club program. I like, I like coaching, but it's, I, it, for me, I have to be, <laughs> I need people around me to help. Does that make, like, I need help. And that's the best way I can, I can put it in like the most diplomatic answer. Um, I can't do everything by myself. I'm really good at what I'm good at. I'll, I'll admit that I'm really good at what I know, but sometimes there's stuff I don't know and I need people to help me with that. So I knew coming into this program, I need a solid support system and a team of coaches to do that. So I made sure my whole entire coaching staff was like doing something in their life. <laughs> okay. So like my, my staff, I have two of them getting into med school, one just took her bar exam. Another one has a good salary paying job. They're all accomplished female athletes who've been in their shoes before and are doing great things in life that aren't necessarily like me who play lacrosse as a profession. It's just like, these are people that were in your shoes and look at all of us. Like we all ended up in different realms of life and we're all doing really well. So I wanted to show that to the girls and that's not a thing in Florida. It's very rare when you have a all female coaching staff that all played at a, at a collegiate level or maybe a higher level. It's not a thing here. So I was like, okay, how do we do that? Um, next is like, 
what have I learned from this new era of lacrosse, I like to call it, like this new way of thinking? What have I learned through all the programs that I've been in as a player because of what that program provided? Um, so now it's like, what were my resources for me to be successful? So now we're doing charity events as, as, as a team and we're doing stuff for the holidays. We're uh, raising money for XYZ. We're getting kids on board on scholarship. It's just like, this is okay. This is who we are now. Like, so I know everyone's coming from different backgrounds, but like be friends right now. Cause we're all sharing that common purpose. So like put your differences aside. We're here to play lacrosse and be better people off the field. Um, I do think coaching between my um, time away from the game to help me as a player. And it's, also cool is that my whole staff is not parents so how often are you coached by a parent so we take that kid aspect outside of everything because we don't have kids and we understand that we want your kids to be safe but we don't have kids so we're not putting that parental umbrella on how we do things we're doing things what's best for the player not for my child so I think having that having nutritional resources having mindfulness resources. We have virtual sessions with coaches. We do film sessions. We're on score break. Like it, it's like providing my resources, I feel like will change these kids' lives and like look at what's around them. And hopefully they can take a piece of that. And even if they don't want to play in college, I don't care. I just want them to leave this program and be like, damn, I came into this program like this and I left this program like this. And now I can do all these things because I learned from this program. So that's the goal. Hopefully I answered that question. I don't really know, but no, like that, that that was, that's amazing because I think that, you know, I think that's something that is one of my main goals as well with my business is to provide exactly what you said, provide your resources personally, the ones that you've been provided from your awesome opportunities to the people who want to work with you, right? Like mm -hmm. if they want to work with you, they should have access to your resources as well. And because they're just going to make them better people. Um, and I love that, you know, you have all female staff, they're all doing different things in their lives. And, and you also have that aspect of showing like, Hey, it is possible if you do want to do lacrosse full time, like that is a possibility too. Right. Like, but you can also be like X, Y, and Z, right. A bunch of my friends are also lacrosse coaches, but med school nurses like X, Y, and Z. So it's a really unique opportunity because it is such a really, um, you know, great way to just showcase that. There's so many differences, so many different areas that you can go through, but um, right. it all has that common base of lacrosse and all those things you can learn from your program. So that's, that's really cool. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for all your upcoming events and things coming out and uh, thank you, thank you. yeah, it should be awesome. I'll be following along because I'm the world's best stalker apparently. Yeah. I mean, you're doing pretty well. You're doing, I, I, <laughs> I, like, I do like you, you've seen me on interviews. It's like, no one asked me questions no one asked me what I think like no one asked me like things that I haven't already answered so I'm just like okay this is a nice like <laughs> nice break no I yeah, that's nice what break. I try to do with these right is because I've done the same I've been interviewed by a lot of different things and it's you know it's funny I, I thought about it the other day I got there's like a phone call interview and they were just writing an article on me and it was the same questions that I was being asked three years ago when I just graduated from Stony Brook Yep. you know, and it's like, you don't have anything new. I haven't done anything yep. in the last three years. To ask, ask <laughs> I was like, there's like six articles yeah. on that topic already. Exactly. Can you 
ask me another question? Thanks. I could just send you the link to that last article you could yeah. read there. You can follow but... me on Instagram. You can keep up. I promise. Like it's, I swear. No, it's true. And I get it. Like, and I think that it's so great that you're also working on mindfulness and, and nutrition, like you said, with these young girls, because that's again, something that I do with KO 17 lacrosse as well. And I think it's so important even just to ask these questions that like, you know, get you to think and get you to go deeper. Like we were talking about, like, these are the conversations that I like to provide my KO 17 girls. Cause like you said, they can read all the articles they want about you, but they're not really going to get that deep. Yeah. No one knows. It's like, like people yeah. know it, but they don't write about it. Put it that way. So right. it's like, exactly. and yeah, if they no, there's more to be Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, there's more. <laughs> I promise there's more. I promise. Um, <laughs> we'll get to it on dream on. There we go. Um, okay. So talking back to full circle AU, right. Um, you know, what's crazy is like, uh yesterday they just announced that basketball is coming to au which is super cool i'm pumped about that right um just like growing 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 and i think that's something it's like a majorly overused term in the lacrosse world is growing the game i almost don't like the term anymore but like it's you know cliche now little cliche cliche, but yes it's literally what we're all trying to do it is it's matter of fact it's matter of fact very matter of fact so it's a it's a positive thing that but it's like overused so Um, I think in, in what I'm trying to kind of connect here is like, what has been the coolest moment for you in seeing athletes unlimited kind of like, I guess, branch out in a sense, or even just provide what it provided for us this, this past summer. Um, and just kind of like your experience with being able to play at the pro level and all of your goals kind of coming to fruition like that. Yeah. I mean, AU provided like so many opportunities and I think what's really cool about AU like even though it like kind of came from like the lacrosse world like yeah lacrosse couldn't like it wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the people in the world but AU is so separate from the lacrosse community it is a breath of fresh air like I I at first I didn't like it for the reasons I was like, okay, these people that know like nothing about lacrosse, but know stuff about female sports. And I was like, what are they going to do for, for like lacrosse? Like, what is this? Like, like obviously had like really skeptical um, ideas towards it. It was a model that was new. And I was like point system. What is like, you know, it's like, right. and, I, and I feel like a lot of people kind of came into that way. It wasn't just like me being pessimistic, but it was like, okay, like this is something that's never been done within our little tiny circle of a bubble we call lacrosse. So like, this is like gonna be a shock to, to the world if this actually pulls off. Like, I, I think it, it's it's really cool. It's really different, really innovative. And then like the players have the most say and it's like, like women voices saying a lot of things. I love it, it's, it's cool. Um, so yeah, I'm all about it now. But at first it was, it was interesting because I didn't understand it. But now that I understand it, I'm really happy I went through it. And I was like, oh, this is why, this is why. And the fact that it's so far away from the lacrosse community. And I thought, I was like, man, if these people don't know about lacrosse, like what's the deal? And like, honestly, it's a now a new perspective into the community. And it's like, people are getting posted who you might not have ever seen in the lacrosse community. And it's just, I think that is what's cool about AU that like it's very an unbiased like it's just matter again matter of fact like this is what it is here are the numbers this is what we're doing here are the people xyz this is like I don't know it, it was just like I thought it was, I don't I don't want to say the word correct but yeah. like 
it made sense. And, yeah. and, and they, yeah, and like it, it made it made sense. And as much as I didn't think it would make sense, it made complete sense. And yes, there is times where we didn't really know what was going on, but that's like new business stuff, new thing. Like, this is what happens yeah. when you start, like, you know what it's like starting a new business? They're starting a new business at like a very high, high level. And like, start no one in, yeah. <laughs> right. So now that they're adding other sports into like our new bubble, like we have like a new bubble to jump into and like softball uh uh the alexander that picture from jmu yeah. right she blew up now she's in our little bubble and i would have never been in the same bubble if i was just in the lacrosse community so i am like super hyped about this whole right. entire thing because i feel like like assuming everything's going well assuming like all things go to plan and whatnot and we get over the speed bumps like really people in the lacrosse community can't touch this so so it, it was like wow they're 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 their own thing. So I am hyped. Um, personally, how I went into it, I didn't know what to expect. So I had no expectations. To be brutally honest, I had expectations on my personal performance, but I had no expectations on like how I did overall. Like I didn't have expectations comparing myself to other people. I had expectations comparing myself to me. Is that like, I don't know if that made sense. But like, oh, absolutely. I think as, a, as an elite athlete at any or elite performer in anything, yeah. right? Anybody listening can kind of understand that. Um, right. And I think that's kind of what, like, at least for me, I think that a lot of us kind of like came to, right? Like going into, like you said, it was a little bit skeptical because it was like, how is this going to work? How am I going to measure up? And again, like you said, like, it's easy to compare yourself to a past self of your, of your own, right? Or like kind of go in and be like, I have expectations for myself to be this great. But it's also like in an, it's in an experience like that, you don't want to think about other people, but like they kind of, it starts to creep in a little bit, it right? creeps because yeah. you're in a, a bubble. Yeah. And that's, but that's also how it's kind of like meant to be. So I think like when you're talking about like skepticism going into it, I think that that's what a lot of us probably were subconsciously skeptical about was like comparing ourselves as players to each other because of the leaderboard, because of this, because who was being drafted, where, when, why, right? And like, I think coming out of it, at least personally, the coolest part about it was recognizing like after the first weekend that you got the most points for winning a quarter and winning a game, you know, yeah, yeah team stuff. Yeah, so team, like, team stuff. It, all of a sudden it was like, oh, okay. So it is lacrosse, right? Like, it oh, is, so I have to be nice to you again. Okay. Yes. We have to be good teammates. Yeah. We have to yeah. like not worry about ourselves, you know, like, yeah. go to, like you said before, like, like make sure that your piece of the pie is to your best standard so that the best, like the best team can win. And then we'll all succeed. So I think that was like the coolest part for me was recognizing that like in the middle of going through like, wow, this is a new experience. And then yeah. being, no, it's literally just lacrosse. Like, let's just do what we were made to do. And it's on such a cooler stage than we've ever seen, right? A bigger right. stage, more eyes. Um, and again, to your point too, in a community that we probably would have never had access to without AU, um, made of all female athletes, which is pretty right. dope. Um, Hey guys, Kylie here. A short break from our conversation to remind you to check in on our social channels. You can find little snippets from our episodes on Instagram at at dream.on underscore pod. And if you're a lacrosse stud looking for a unique way to train and develop into the best version of yourself, like our guest here most definitely has, check out the KO17 lacrosse app in the app store. That's KO17 lacrosse and at 
D-R-E-A-M period O-N underscore P-O-D on Instagram. Come join the fam and we can keep dreaming on together. Okay, enough of that. We back. I think like that kind of ties into like another thing that I wanted to ask you about, right? It's like social media and all that, right? I, I know that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of what we did on AU blew up because of social media, right? I know a lot of the connections that I've made over the last year and a half was because of social media, right? Because of yep. COVID and whatnot. And like you make friends yeah, with people. Yep. Haven't even met in person yet, um, but right, right. will one day. But like, I think social media is such a powerful, um, but yet sometimes overwhelming tool, right? Especially yeah. with the platforms that we have. Um, <laughs> so I think like, at least personally, like I, I find myself needing strong breaks from it, right? Um, right. Posting, the reposting, the everything that goes, comes yeah. with it. But at the same time, it's, awesome. it's a privilege, right? It's a yeah. blessing. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of deal with like, the struggles if you kind of do go through those struggles as well or um at the same time what are some of the things that you want to accomplish with your social media Uh, wow never asked that question um social media is so weird it's so (laughs) weird um I have like a love-hate relationship with it and I think where I'm at is that I don't work for anyone Mm -hmm. I'm not sponsored by anyone. I don't do things for other people. So I have fair game to do whatever I want. And that is scary because I'm not (laughs) tied to a school name anymore. I'm not really like, I'm just tied to being a professional lacrosse player. I'm not necessarily tied to a league in a way. So it's because the whole thing is being yourself, you know? So like, I still have free range um I think my social media is weird because my platform is in so many different places so I got followers from being a player at Towson just playing and people liked me because of my playing skills and then I get a different realm because when I left Towson I went to the fitness realm so now I got like all your gym guys like now is my new platform and then I came out of retirement and now I went back to tech and now I'm in a bigger scope in like the ACC and like a higher team and like all this stuff. And like, I just came out of the blue and I'm starting. It was like a whole thing. So then I got all that. So now I had that story come out. And then uh, the whole 2020, like social media, uh, justice, just everything, COVID, everything in 2020 happened. Okay. And then I blew up from that. And then now I get invited to do tryouts. And then that was something different. And then I get drafted. So that's a whole nother platform. So like my platform has been shifting and now I'm like back into my fitness realm. So it's like, I notice when I post who my audience is, which is a, it, it messes with you. And you don't mean it, you don't want it to mess with you. You don't mean it to mess with you, but like whatever chemical that releases in my brain, when I see like a post doing well, that like kind of feels good. And I'm not gonna like deny that. Um, But also I don't like sharing, like no one knows who I really am 
on social media. Like now that you know me and now even this conversation and then you see my social media, yeah, it makes sense, but it's not the full truth. Like, obviously you're not gonna know what I do. Like people probably think I'm such a loner and I have no friends because I don't post with anyone. So it's like, but that's not true. I hang out with people every single, yeah. Like you just don't know. So where I want my social media platform to be, like, I don't even have a blue check. Like it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Like I just like whatever people want it to be. So I'm at the point where I'm just posting whatever I want to post. And like I said, I'm not a parent. I don't have kids. Like, yes, I'm coaching kids, but I'm still myself. I'm still a player. I'm still my own entity. I'm still my brand. I'm still me. Like people buy my workouts because not because they're like, I'm a trainer, but because it's something I'm doing and they see that it's working. So now they want to try it. So like, how do I get my brand out there? And what do I want my own personal brand to me since I'm not tied to anything? And that's where I don't know where to go. Like I'm just posting whatever. I'm just updating people now. It's like a blog at the moment. I'm just like, update, update, update. And then that's it. Like I have no sense of direction of what I'm doing with my social media at this very moment. Hopefully it does something, but I'm not making money off of it. So if I could, maybe. Maybe one day. No, I love yeah. it. I think that's like, that's kind of where I was going with that question, right? Is like, that's what it should be. It's it's yeah. your own, it's your own profile, thing. right? It's you. Yeah. It should be what, whatever you want it to be. And I think that's really cool too, is that you have all that different, all those different de- demographics in your audience. So whatever you do post, they're following you for that specific reason, right? Yeah. Um, any little pe- one piece of you. So whatever it is that you post, like you're going to- Those people, yeah, it's weird. One, one part of it, no matter what. So it's really just for you. And I think that's like something that is helpful for young kids too, who are growing up in an age of social media. Um, helpful for people like us who, like you said, our personal selves is our brand is our business kind of so like that's an interesting kind of um thing as well yeah it's an interesting take because like you said you want to give enough so that people understand what's going on and can really kind of like relate to you and relate to your brand but you're never giving the full thing um so I think it's always just a balance and I think that what you're doing is awesome is being able to just be yourself and just posting when you feel like posting yeah, uh, I'm like, oh, right? That's contract, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so when you like you talking about like the fitness realm, right? And this was on my notes, but um, you know, when did you kind of get into like really get into fitness? I know this is something that's um again like in your daily life and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You're on a whole new program, right? I follow you, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you a heavy part of your daily life. So when did you kind of really get into that? And then what kind of made you come back into it right now? Yeah, I was on the weightlifting team in high school. Um, it was weird, but like you gotta understand Florida sports, like we don't, we don't have winter, it's not a thing. So we don't have like winter sports. So when we have title nine and other sports coming into play, like we have flag football for girls, we have weightlifting, like we don't have field hockey. Like, <laughs> so we have to come in and bring other sports to play. Um, and it was just, I don't know, like Marion County High School, man, like people just come out of that thing and you're just like, yeah, that's Marion County, but it's not on the map, but all these, like someone's in Broadway, someone's in NFL, like, yeah, it's just like, someone's like this well-known photographer. It's just like a little, like people do well in Palm City. So, but you don't know anything about it. So um, it was just the thing where like the lacrosse team just did weightlifting. Like it was a social environment for the team. I wouldn't say they were serious, but like, it was just like another thing to do in the winter. You got a varsity letter, 
you know, compete, you like make fun of the singlets and like you call it a day, you say you weightlift and like that's that. And there's girls that like take it into the fitness realm. There's girls that compete in powerlifting. And then there's girls that are like, yeah, I kind of work out. I like, I, I know how to now if I want to. So that's a cool aspect. Um, so then I got into it that way. Uh, the seniors were like, and can you do weightlifting? Like make the lacrosse, like we just get more people for lacrosse and we can just run weightlifting. And I'm like, oh God, okay, cool. So I go, I'm like this weird kid. Okay, I'm a weird, weird kid freshman year. Um, we go and I just like, fell in love with it it was an individual sport which was so new to me I've never played an individual sport in my life which is probably why I think the way I think now in my team sport scenarios like yes I'm about the greater good of the team but like I said before if I'm not doing my part or I feel like I'm not doing my part like either I need to know or get out or like I'm not happy with the performance so like I think I get that from this individual sport aspect and it's measurable um, lacrosse isn't necessarily measurable on whether or not you get better. And that was, it's hard for me to, to rate how my, well my success is like, yes, I could have a bad save rate, but like measure all the factors. What also is that? Like, where is everything? Um, so that fluctuating between individual and team sports was hard in, in high school because the only one to blame in in weightlifting was me. If I didn't get a lift, that's my fault. If I didn't make weight, that's my fault. Like there's no one else to point fingers at. Um, so I just got into it. I saw myself progress when your, your max goes up. Like when you, you see your max go up, you see your body start changing. Like you're in puberty, like you're starting to fill out form and now you can just like start sculpting your body and like how you want to make it. And I didn't have to be like an athlete. I didn't have to perform the way you went as like a runner athlete I know how to perform as a strong athlete and that was like such a different take than lacrosse I think lacrosse is a powerful athlete and I think weightlifting is also power obviously powerlifting but like it's a strength sport and it's like strength mentally because you have to make weight and it's strength like physically because you're cutting weight but also trying to be stronger at the same exact time and you're going through puberty. So let's just imagine like female bodies in that whole entire scenario. And on top of that, this is the first time we're learning how to lift. We're like in men's sports, like little boys learn how to work out a lot earlier than little girls. So I'm right. already behind in like the age spectrum of when to start lifting. Um, went to States for three years in a row. I just like, I just got into it. I love weightlifting season. Um, I was using my social media and I ended up getting like little sponsor I like offers for cool. like just apparel companies because I was just like a young kid that was strong lifting and people just thought it was cool um and then going into college NCAA lacrosse they're like yeah no nip that so like I didn't do anything with that um and then I started just like I don't know being a lacrosse player so I went to college and did the run test did their workouts and I went home and I was like I'm gonna do my workouts like I just wanted I I want to know what I can do I don't know what I can do does that make so I wanted to know like how far I can push my limits uh fell in love with it again like just got really into it uh then I, when I left I was having a really weird identity crisis when I quit Towson um so I wasn't a lacrosse player anymore so what was I 
don't know. So I was like, hey, let me find something. Um, I was used to getting gym clothes for free because I was on a team for the past 10 years of my life. So like, I didn't want to wear my team stuff. I wanted to like disassociate with like my whole lacrosse life. So like, where am I going? So I went back into fitness realm. I sold a lot of supplements. Like that was like the main source of my income when I was 20 was just selling advocate products. Um, I did photo shoots for an apparel company. Like, it was just like, I can now sculpt and I didn't have to pass a run test. I didn't have to do, I just had to look the part. I didn't have to be an athlete. I just had to look the part in my, like my fitness thing. And like, it was fine. Uh, then I came back to tech and I was like, oh crap, looking the part really sucks playing lacrosse. So I like died and like, couldn't run because I was so heavy. And like, it was just like a miserable time, uh, getting back into lacrosse shape. So now I took that into it and then left college, right? Going into pro league, I'm my own coach. Yeah. No one's telling me what to freaking do. So now I'm going to figure out how I play, not how people want me to play, not in someone's system. There is no systems in AU. It's every, like, every man for themselves and hopefully they work as a team. Okay. So it's, it's like, there's no system. You can put in a set, but there's no like, this is what you're doing. Are you getting yanked out type deal? Like you're not, your starting spots, not threatened. Um, so that's my goal. It's like, go over film, like be like player coach to the max, like whatever. I'm in Florida. I have no one around me to like really help me that much. So I'm just going to like watch some film, like dissect it with a strength and conditioning coach that I trust. We're going to make up just new drills. That's the goal. Make up just everything I did to pass. I'm just going to kind of throw away. And like make up absolutely new drills, bring that to coming in clutch um, that I teamed up with Tara Morano with, and she has her own drills. So we're just gonna like, all right, new school, like bullies can shoot. Okay, I'm gonna practice shooting. Like that's, that's like, why not? The game's changing. So like, why not teach that? Like, mm-hmm. why tell a kid like don't learn how to shoot? Because honestly, if I knew how to shoot in the pro league, it might have been just a little bit helpful. Just <laughs> once maybe you know just because if I knew around a couple times we should you know what I mean but like I wouldn't (laughs) even be in that position if I knew I was like asking you like yo is this right like am I doing it right and now I have to shoot with the bully stick because it's legal but it's legal in the boys game the whole entire time but it's not legal in the women's game and now it's legal and you see all these male goalies scoring getting like sick highlights like doing the quote-unquote impossible like behind the back goals in the PLL it's absolutely sick like we need to do that for our side. So I was like, okay, I want to, I want to train that. That's what I'm chasing right now. Like I want to train for that. Like how, how do we get the girl side to catch up to, to the boy side and that aspect? I love that you said that. Um, because I think that's something that we're all really, really passionate about. Right. And I think that's something that we all kind of cross over to, right. I don't think that the boys side, um, wants to see us any lower than them either. I think they're yeah. like super supportive of yeah. everything that we do. And I think that's a really cool part about the lacrosse world, right? Yeah, is everyone supports. Everyone's like, let's just all get on the same level. Like when we right. were playing AU, I, like some of our biggest fans were some of the PLL guys, right? And yeah. like, that's exactly how it should be. And I totally agree with you. I think that's really great that you're like, cause that's something that I'm starting to do with, with my trainer as well is like, okay, we've been doing stuff. the same thing for like six years, right? Like, let's and it's, make new stuff. And it's worked. It's good. It works. Right. I'm not but saying like, you don't know what you're doing. What's but next? Yeah. What's next? What's next? That's right? the chasing I'm talking about. Like yeah. that's the competition I'm talking about. Like right. you're always and I, chasing, like what's new? Exactly. What's new? And like what can we take that like we've done already? Like, okay, now we know we can do that. 
Like what's yeah. the stuff you haven't done yet, right? How can we um, elevate it? Right. I love that. Um, and kind of like, I guess, tossing that over to the other side of what you're doing because you're a player, right? But you're also an entrepreneur. Um, so businesswoman, player, coach, director, all these different hats that you wear. Um, talking on like being a businesswoman first, right? Talk a little bit about Ambi Athletics and Dear Lacrosse. Like what do those two mean to you? Where did the ideas come for you? And kind of like a little bit of your goals for those things. Yeah, uh, Ambi Athletics came uh, after Towson. I like to skip the small part of the story I said before. I ended up going to uh, Palm Beach Atlantic for like a semester on a lacrosse scholarship, but I lasted like 48 hours on the team. I didn't even get like my gear or anything like that. I just like, I was like, yep, I quit again. Like that, it was just like, I should have just, just freaking quit the first time and I, I didn't. And then I had to like quit again. Um, and, but what was funny, the coach at the time there was like, I need you as like a player coach, like come here and like be a player coach. Like come help what you did at Towson. Cause like when I played at Towson, we were successful. We were top 20 at the time. So it's like, we were a successful program too. And like, even with Stony, like we were always like double overtime, like games at that time. Um, so we basically, um, wait, where was I? The player coach, player coach. Yes. He was like player coach. Um, please like help me do stuff that you did at thousand at this thing. Blah, blah. And I was like, I'm not doing that for you. Like I'm out of here. Like what the heck? Um, and I was like, wait, that's genius. Like, if this college coach wants to get me to come here, to come coach, why can't I just do that now in Florida mm-hmm. where there are no coaches that play? So it's like, that's like a way bigger. I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Like, cool. So I was like, a athletics. I hit up like all my friends in the area that I played lacrosse with back in high school. I still work. My whole staff besides like one person, it, I played with at some point. Yeah, it's sick. Like, and now it's like, hey, girls, like, we all played on different teams at different times. Like, look at us now. Um, so so uh, we, we, I combined it, and I was like, you're in this city. I'm in this city. You're in that city. Like, let's start just, like, planting seeds in cities. We got to, like, five different cities in Florida, and, like, we're just running, like, hundreds of hours a month of lessons in, wow. in Florida. It was insane. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, like, awesome. and I, like, again, I wasn't anything. Like, I wasn't a pro. I just came out, like, I played well at Towson, like, but people from Florida just wasn't a thing. Like, it just wasn't, like, my class went, and they're still in college. So, like, I was the first one out of my class. So, like, my friends came home from college. Summer was packed. It was just, like, I still kept relationships in the lacrosse world. So, that's why I, like, was, like, I never left the game. As much as I wanted to, I, I never really did. Um, so, that's where that was at. That was putting food on my plate. And now it's just here uh the club team runs a lot of it everything's uh fictitious names underneath a and b so a and b is the one big umbrella right now dear lacrosse it's actually a brand it's more of a trademark or an artwork you would say so we just said that was the activewear of a and b athletics and like that's how that was incorporated through a and b um the club teams i have three of them and yeah just the club teams. those are all underneath a and B athletics. And then I just opened up a new company with Taylor Moreno and that's coming in clutch. So that's how like that whole thing, like Love kind it. of, kind of funneled in. So, so yeah. coming in clutch, what's that? Uh, it's a goalie Academy, right? Um, 
growing up, I didn't have a goalie coach. My first goalie coach was in college. So I went to a couple of goalie camps, but I felt like I was learning the same thing at every single camp. Like it was just like, or, or the camp didn't really do anything to goalies. And I was just like target practice. So like either way, it just wasn't like, I just didn't feel like I got what I got in college at my younger level of play. Um, I met up with Taylor at USA tryouts. We were always like rivals technically in the same conference. Never really talked, but always knew about each other. And it was just like, yo. And we were talking about goalie swag because like, obviously both of us care about our, our goalie drip. It's just how it is. Look good, feel good, play good. Um, and we we're just talking about that. We got into camps and basically we're like, yo, I think we have an idea. <laughs> and then we're just like spitting fire. And it got to the point where we like, we started thinking the same things at the same time. And I was like, oh, this is going to work. Like, I was like, this is, this is going to be a thing. So I, there's things I jump onto and then there's things I kind of like take my time with. And this was like the one thing that I was like, I'm going to take my sweet, sweet time, put all my ducks in the row, all my eggs in certain baskets, like Taylor's going to do the same. And then we're going to just launch it. So we were, we've been talking about it since tryouts. And then we just launched it like two weeks ago. Um, our first clinics in Boston, it's two days, three hours each. And then uh, we're thinking about being in Long Island, being about being in North Carolina, maybe in Florida, Colorado. Like we're thinking about just doing like a tour once a year and like call it a day and just do all new school goalie training. Like try and think of stuff that you just really didn't do growing up. Even me, like even stuff I didn't do. Now that AU is contact, the way it is like okay we need to start training like that <laughs> it's like how how do we do that um how do we shoot on the run like how do you what what happens when you you were in my position and I had to run the ball to get it over the line and like now what you're now an offensive player whether you like it or not what do yeah. you do so like how do we teach those things and that is like just the, the really big goal she has she's still in college she took her extra year um which is kind of ironic so I got like my NIL thing all messed up when I went back and it wasn't a rule now it's a new rule so now we can have her NIL in yeah. the like now it's just like I can join forces with like my friends like that's cool even though they're still in college so that's what I'm that's how that came out yeah, yeah. I saw that announcement a couple of weeks ago and I I thought it was really really exciting so I wanted you to make sure that you explained it for our listeners because yeah that's like that's the stuff that lacrosse needs. That's the stuff that a lot of like a lot of sports need is like the creativity and the uniqueness yeah. and everything like that. And it's exactly what you guys are kind of going for. So again, if you, I know you texted me this, but if you need any shooters on Long Island, let me know. Um, I'll Pro- be there. Prob- probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I love it. Okay. Uh, we're getting into our last couple sections here. Um, but one piece that I like to kind of end up our discussions with is like a little bit of inspiration of course, ask you to go deep a little bit here, but um, I know a lot of us have different mentors and different pieces of things that kind of stick with us really throughout life. Um, so what would you say, like maybe from a mentor or a special person in your life, or even just like a quote, whatever it would be, but one piece of advice that you've kind of taken into life and like through your day to day? Um, I have it tatted actually. This is a good one. Um, People come into your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime. And I think that is like something that people don't really understand, right? Um, people 
have walks of life come into their life and they expect either forever or not forever. Maybe it's a motive. What's the point of that relationship? Why are they there? Do you need something? Do they need something? Like people don't look at like what category that that person's in. And it's like, where's our friendship? Like, you know, it's like, are you a reason, season or lifetime? And like, when we start thinking like that, I'm like, oh, okay, that's how I'm going to start going through life. And I think it keeps it honest for my support system because I want the people that are in the lifetime section as my as my support, not the reason and definitely not a season, but I want the reason in, in the lifetime for sure. That's awesome. I've never heard that one before. So again, learning something new on my own podcast every time. Love it. Little wisdoms. Um, okay. So then flipping that around, what do you think is one piece of advice or inspiration that like you would want something, someone listening or following you to take from you? Mm, um, this is tricky. I was like, yeah. um, if you meant it, don't apologize for it. Cause that was your true self. Mm. So like, if you meant doing something and let's say you get backlash from it, but you truly thought it was like the right thing. And, or like, even if it was the wrong thing and you just like, you just stood by it. If you stood by it in that moment, just stand by it, like continue to stand by it. Cause you, you felt that way at some point. So like, it's okay if you felt that way, but stand by how you feel, stand by who you are. And if, if you're authentic, then like, that's what's going to draw in people. Even if what you stand by wasn't good. Right. I love that. Be unapologetic. Different love. way. I, it was a little cliche. I had to like love spin that. it off. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. I think that's uh, it's really, really important stuff because like I, a lot of times I try to explain that, like being unapologetic, right? Um, you don't know what I mean. Think, yeah. But I think like you said it perfectly, right? Like whatever you thought or whatever you really believed in or whatever you like really wanted to wear in that moment or you were, yeah. whatever you wanted to express yourself in that moment, like stand by it for that moment because it was you. Yeah. That moment. It was you. Yeah. Even if maybe like seven years later, you're like, wow, what was I wearing? That was crazy, man. (laughs) In that moment. Right. Like, and I think that that's a really cool point that you just made. Um, okay. So we have one question from our KO 17 lacrosse fam for you. Um, and I think it's actually a really cool question. I like loved it when I read it, but how do you play with so much confidence? Sometimes I lose my confidence for the rest of the game after making a mistake. So how do you keep your confidence? In? Yeah. Do I play with that much confidence? Yeah. I thought I play very, you've been on my team. I was like, I am like, Hey, what you, baby, to, hey, what you I guess to? I'm good at hiding it just because <laughs> I can carry it. Doesn't mean it's heavy. Right. Um, Love it. I mean, short-term memory as a goalie is, is so important even in life I feel like kind of just kind of like not forgive and forget but just forget like just kind of get rid of it some something will come back to haunt you maybe but like something you just like throw it away and that's how I I feel about um goals right like all right it happened my bad I say my bad a lot I apologize a lot when I play and it's just like and, and I feel like that one shows like how hard I am on myself like even if it's not my fault I'm still like oh damn my bad like I'm always like sorry my job is to stop the ball and and I 
didn't. Okay. <laughs> like next one. Um, so that short-term memory loss is just like, all right, that's part of the game. It's a high scoring game. It is what it is. Um, not even to think it's probably a bad way of thinking, but like if it's a high scoring game and both bullies are getting lit up, then like, this is how the game's going to be. Like, it's not just you. Um, so you're just like, oh, this is a fast paced high scoring game. You just got to get over it. Um, but confidence wise, uh, I was watching Grey's Anatomy and love it. Uh, already. Love yeah, Amelia Shepard and the Superman pose. Right. You remember that mm-hmm. section? Okay, I don't want to give away people don't watch this stuff. But the Superman pose. And you'll see me stand with my chest up and my hand on my hip a lot. Might not be both hands, but it's always chest up, head up, hand on the hip. And even if I'm pissed off, that's what it is. And like, and I try to keep the same expression, even mm-hmm. if I'm excited too. It kind of keeps me just leveled. So that's probably why you think I have a lot of confidence because I try to stand that way to make sure I get confidence. Because <laughs> if I don't stand that way, there's nothing. You know, it's just like, I have to I look good, feel good, be good. Like I have to at least like act the part in order for me to believe that I'm okay. Right. Love that Superman pose. I love that. That's really great. Um, and I think that what you said as well, when you first heard that, that question, um, kind of resonates with a lot of us right at our, our level we I think I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well that's what I mean we portray so much confidence again social media like when you have a great game when the media portrays you as this like superhero right but we're just humans right we're just humans trying to trying to get through it and try to like you said give ourselves the best amount of confidence that we possibly can while we're physically in that moment um no matter what level you get to you're still going to struggle, struggle with confidence, no matter who you are. So yeah, like, think about it. Hey, you like, I like, if you look at my story, I wasn't supposed to be there. You know, like if, if you look at my, my track of, of being a pro, it's not traditional. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't necessarily feel like I was like the fan favorite, you know? So it's like, I had to do something to play. Like I had to play. So like, how, how do I play? And like, in order for me to play, I have to play confident. Like I deserve to be there and that was my goal is like figure out why I deserve to be here and like cool like if I had to stand in the superman-ish or half superman or superwoman pose like 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 I will but I feel like I was in that position where like I had to be like that good for you I, I love that I think that's going to help a lot of young young listeners on this dream on episode too so thank you for sharing that <laughs> all right we're into our last segment here it's called quick finishes you know just like lax um <laughs> Okay. Okay. Quick finishes. I'm just going to like rattle off some random questions. We're going to get to know you a little bit and then we'll wrap up. Sound good? Okay. All right. Pizza or tacos? (laughs) Okay. Favorite place you've traveled to? Whoa. Why can't I hear you? Uh Uh-oh. Italy. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Okay. If you don't, if you didn't play lacrosse, what sport would you want to play professionally? Golf. Ooh, new one, right? Yeah, new one. It? Love it. Me too. <laughs> um, one band or artist that you'd want to see in concert right now? Snoop Dogg. Love that. Is is he performing at the Super Bowl halftime, right? Yeah, I'm so psyched. I was just like, this is insane. We all do this. Mountains or beaches? Beaches. <laughs> one thing on your bucket list. 
get my skydiving license to skydive in countries I travel. Ooh, okay. So not just go skydiving. You want to like actually have a license. But yeah, like I like if I go to Italy again, like I want to be able to like skydive in Italy. There. The oh, wishful that's... thinking. Who knows if that's gonna happen, but that's on the bucket list. That's a cool one. Okay, go to karaoke song. Jesse McCartney, beautiful soul. <laughs> oh, great song. Okay, last one. One athlete that has inspired you. Um, Gabby Douglas. Love it. Love that. Okay. Awesome. Um, that kind of wraps us up, but I'd love for you to, um, kind of like, this is, this is a shameless plug right now, but please plug yourself for our listeners here. Where can they find you? Social media, YouTube, where anything along those lines, where can they find you? Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm mostly on the gram, you know, <laughs> smangy. Um, yeah, the gram is most of my stuff. I tweet sometimes, but don't take anything I tweet personally. And then Facebook's like non-existent. So. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> Find me on the gram. Find her on the gram. Angie, I love that. Um, well, first and foremost, thank you so much for spending an hour and 15 minutes with me in the middle of your Wednesday. Um, I told you it'd be nice and light and have a lot of fun. And this I know fun. that a lot of our listeners are going to take a lot of little like wisdom nuggets. That's what I like to call them from this episode. Cause I know that I did. Um, and I think it's, you know, it was really great to just kind of get to know inside Angie, right. And like what goes on in your head and like why you have so much motivation each and every day and what you show on social media and, and the background behind it. Um, I think it's really special and I hope you never stop finding that competition. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. Awesome. I'm glad you had fun. See you next time, Dream On listeners. Thank you for listening. Uh... Taking a quick little time out from our episode here to say a massive thank you for listening. Dream On started off as a way to have conversations with some of the people that I've been lucky to come in contact with and really dig deep into what makes them tick and how they've become so elite in their spaces. If you're enjoying these conversations as much as I have been, please consider rating us with a solid five stars and leave us a review. I love hearing all of your incredible thoughts on how we can continue to dream on together with these episodes. Oh, and subscribe if you're feeling cool. All right, let's get back to our guest.